I had to redo that. I had to redo this podcast like three times now. Man, usually, I mean, every podcast flows for me. But this is, man, I just keep redoing it. I'm like, no, 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 no. Third time's a charm. Will I be redoing this podcast audio again? I don't know. I almost made myself an official believer of a viewer, Justin Bieber. In Indianapolis tonight, I almost said, okay, go ahead, send me tickets. I came close, so close. I mean, really close. I was dragging last night, and uh, it's just a combination of dealing with depression, just the weather is just goofy, and, you know, life transitions I'm going through, and, you know, good Lord, any type of um, mental health therapy, you know, taking care of emotional well-being as much as your internal health. You know, therapy sessions in that are, are draining. Sometimes I think emotionally draining more than physically draining sessions can be. Um, and it's like going to the next day. It's just tired. That's how I felt. I almost said, go ahead and send me a second row. Second row, seventh row and eleventh row. Second row, 645. Seventh row was like Five, eight, five ninety-eight or something like that, and then it was everything was pretty much under seven hundred. So that just tells you the venue changes. And um, friend of mine he owns his own sporting and concert ticket ticket event company, and he works from home in Las Vegas. But every venue, as he said, is different, and the stage setup obviously is different. But so are ticket sales are really different. But I really thought. Cincinnati would be a heck of a lot, you know, more reasonably priced, cheaper, especially the day before, than Indianapolis. The key is, is like he told me, is, you know, the tickets, they want to sell them, and everybody wants to get their tickets sold. So the prices will go extremely way down, and sometimes even half, 24 hours before concert. Um, I work for myself, I'm an entrepreneur, small business owner, so I'm able to, at times, I'm going to be honest, I'm fortunate enough that most of the time I'm able to, I can, I can um, unless there's something scheduled that I need to with the For Yourself My Journey Entertainment channel or something going on um, with PR or with one of the plat, um, platform providers and those who sponsor it For Yourself My Journey, then it's different, you know, I got to stick by schedule, but I'm fortunate in general to be able to work around things and uh, I really was like, oh, I was so close, I was snagging second row ticket to see Justin. And I thought, oh, you know, the main medicine I take, I have to take it right before I go to sleep for obvious reasons, you know, because that way um, things that I'm replenishing for my body, I, you know, chance when you're sleeping and your body can rest and it just works better that way. But I was just thinking, you know, I start getting tired real quick too. Sometimes I'll run out of energy fast. I'm thinking this could be just really difficult. Um, well, I'm going to ask anybody else to go because I'm thinking this is like less than 24 hour notice, you know, I'm not going to push on anybody, but, uh, I'm sure I would have found a taker on right front floor seats for Justin Bieber to go with me, but it was just, I don't know. I'm glad I didn't go. Um, Justin, you have me a hello and, uh, fortunately it's the second time around. Goodbye. I'm at the wait. <laughs> I just, I just. I feel like I just wouldn't have the energy. This weather is terrible too. It just kind of makes you feel bad. Warm, muggy, cold, warm, muggy, cold, snow, warm, muggy, cold. But I went back into pictures 
from a year or two years ago, um, we've had snow around this time and it's gone crazy like this. So this is not like not normal for us. I just think with COVID, we all forgot how crazy the weather can be. Um, they blame it on global warming and you know, things with the climate now. I, I, I'm a firm believer. I don't think that's just a, a myth or, you know, some type of methodical legend. I, I really truly think that's factual, but I just could not. I had no energy. I had no energy. But I was looking at some reviews and I told my friend, oh, how's a concert? Because I asked him, I said, you're getting reviews because when people purchase tickets, he asks for people to leave reviews and that on the concerts. And it helps other people too when they're looking at concerts and hey, what was the experience for other people? And um, I heard Justin uses a lot and a lot and a lot. And can I say a lot of strobe lights? A lot of people are complaining that it was way too much. And they were surprised on the floor seats that people weren't having seizures. And I'm thinking, oh, hell, hell no. No, <laughs> no, that would not have worked for me. I, I had the gut. I'm like, I don't know. I want to go, but I don't, I don't know if that was my gut. Uh, part of it's just being drained out. But I'm like, there's no way. Um, I'm not going to some rave. But uh, if it's that much strobe lights, and they're saying just way too much of lighting in that, people are complaining, um, especially the people on the floor seats. So just to warn anybody who's going to Justin Bieber concert, you didn't hear it from me. But uh, other reviews are saying there's a lot, a lot of lighting. Like people are saying it started to, you know, they could have had the concert experience without so much lighting. So, uh, just a forewarn. But overall, the reviews, I mean, people were saying really good concert. Um, he sprained his ankle, I guess, in Cincinnati. He was playing basketball at a uh, fitness facility. I don't know how Cincinnati concert was, but I don't see the sprained his ankle. That's not what it was, and he had pictures or something, I don't know. I don't foresee him to be way too active. He probably wasn't as full potential. Uh, it will not be probably as full potential. There's no way he would have recovered that quickly for the Indianapolis concert tonight going on right now. Can't wait to uh, read some of those reviews. Reviews. Oh, Lord. I need to be going myself for Luke Combs concert. Good Lord. Speaking of good Lord, I'd be conducting with the one and only comedic legend, Mr. Ron White, next month. I'm excited. Just go ahead. VIPers, you already knew this big announcement, Mr. Ron White, and working on behind the scenes with Mr. Top Gun himself, Mr. Ace Tom Cruise. Working on that too for this spring and summer. I gotta get back into interviews and that, and let's strip the title and let's talk about freeing yourself, going through life's trials and tribulations, and just you know, taking the title off and talking one-on-one -on -one and just being human, just real, genuine people and just being us and uh, sharing our life experiences, journey, story, wisdom. So I'm excited for Mr. Ron White. And he's actually doing, um, actually he's out on tour right now as we speak <clears throat> with his comedy tour for 2022. So um, definitely look into that through the many, many um, companies that hold sporting events and concert event tickets for Mr. Ron White. It's another event 
I'd already been to three events this year. That's the thing. When, you know, internal health gets to a point where uh, you know you can't do the things that you once be able to do at a blink of an eye and drop of a hat and start traveling. That's the whole point of why I'm allowing myself to um, go on all these treatments and to try best for specialist oncology to try to get my chemicals and hormones that once too much and once too, once too much of uh, hormone and I'm making too little of chemicals, important chemicals and stuff. So that's part of being under um, strict care is to get myself balanced out. And uh, that way I'm able to like live my best life and best life means you know travel again because God knows everybody knows I love traveling and especially concerts and uh, Gosh, I haven't been to a comedy show in eons, so uh, I would love to see Mr. Wrong. What? But right now, we'll just settle when I want interview and uh, connecting with him next month, so I have to stay tuned for that. And of course, for yourself, VIP ears, you're first in line. You will get the full, full interview and experience with Mr. Ron White. So excited. I'm getting back in the swing of things, and um, that's what it's about. And going through tough times and down times, like I said, I'm realizing that it's like um, my trauma therapist said is like one out of every two people anymore experiencing some type of depression. Um, whether they let people know or they're hiding it and covering it up. <clears throat> a lot of people with depression, they'll keep it to themselves. But that's really, as uh, they said, the percentage, especially with everything going on with COVID and with the economy and and uh, just so much with the war and it's affecting everything and it's affecting it. everything going on affects every household in some way, shape or form. And I um, firmly believe that that's 100% true. But uh, I'm trying to get back in the swing of things. That's actually really good. Mixing my SunFast vanilla. I'm so tired of SunFast and protein shakes, but you know, it is what it is. You gotta do what you gotta do. Slimfast vanilla, I like the original. I do not like that high protein Slimfast. Doesn't agree with me. That's too heavy, isn't it? Anybody else drink it out? Slimfast vanilla mixed with International Delight, my favorite coffee creamer. And you can put that in protein shakes too. A lot of people think it's just coffee creamer. You can put that in anything, you know? Some people put it in dessert recipes. That's, I've tried a couple times. It's not too bad, but you need a lot. But uh, International Delight Southern Butter Pecan with a dab of the Irish cream, International Delight, and then the Walmart Great Value Brand, Great Value Brand. I say that again three times, Great Value Brand. Blueberry Cobbler Coffee Creamer is a limited edition. Oh, mixing that with Sunfast Protein Shake. And decaf, a little bit of decaf coffee. And of course, with my Smart Water. That's truly what makes me a true smart ass on podcast is the smart water. That's really um, the true secret behind the scenes. <laughs> uh, so today, and I've been like um, just staying indoors. I just feel, ugh, you know, say it comedy to everything, but I'm going to say it again. Depression's not easy. You know, you think I'm, I keep thinking I'm going to wake up and then it's like, okay, I'm feeling a little bit better today. And then it's just like that creeper. Um, trying to shake this stuff off but I know I'm not going to be able to do it because it's still present with me um, but once again I'm gonna say thank you for people reaching out and sharing your own story and sending me emails and saying hey listen uh, hands up I have depression too and some things you should talk about like that fog feeling you feel like this like 
darkness and stuff that kind of lingers is a lot of people experience with depression and different forms of depression and um, once again I'm going to say I applaud people for coming forward and those who also share their story their truth and their journey with others online and not being afraid to be real and genuine you know a real genuine person because we have to be able to share our stories to inspire others you know that helps us to get through our journey you know trials tribulations struggles in life you know that's more than amen on that what are we on a Thursday? I can't figure out what I'm on. Why is I'm on a Thursday? But, um, I was thinking, you know what? Tonight, I had a computer and a bio property, and it it finally went kapooey. I had it for a while, but, uh, kapooey. That's such an, that's like an old school. So my aunt and my grandma are coming through kapooey. <laughs> coming through from heaven. Because they kapooey, my aunt today. That's just nature kind of people. Ladybug. I think she nicknamed. I think she used to call me Ladybug. I think that's where the nickname Ladybug. I don't know. That's still something. I get different pieces, you know. But going through therapy, I realized it's really, and I was told it to really open up your memory. Because um, sometimes your body will protect itself with trauma throughout life, childhood trauma, and you experience people experience a lot of trauma throughout their life. Is your brain will protect itself, and it will cover and conceal different events in your life and not just um trauma but also like good and happy memories and um when you go through therapy uh trauma therapy and then connected with psychotherapy and different types of therapy working on um i got another project too which is part of psychotherapy i have never painted before like literally like try painting like you know sit down and do um watercolor and oil paintings so i got pretty good sized canvas two of them and any other property i'm gonna actually put them above i have nothing on the fireplace really pretty fireplace i painted white um clean up the stone in that but um i'm gonna do that probably this weekend i need to get on that project it's gonna be two weeks to complete i did the vision board and now we're going to so this is kind of fun you know i've been doing a lot of crafts um which is something good because I always like to do crafts and things like that, but I lost myself in a lot of things and I um, lost the love and the passion of doing things that I enjoyed, which is, you know, making yourself happy and that's what I'm focusing on. Um, not being so much of an empath and definitely no more mother, motherly roles. Um, sometimes people are told to do that because they lack the motherly role and love. Um, either stemming from a birth parent or adoptive mother or foster mother and women I was told by trauma therapy will generally take on a motherly role in their adulthood um, if not right away sometimes you'll see that surface in other relations um, because it's a lack of what you're not receiving and uh, you take on that role so it's almost like what you're not receiving you're filling and giving to somebody else and it's the same as filling up that void but it's not healthy um, because you can have people take advantage of that um, love is love whether you're married and it's a spouse your husband or your wife you got to be careful with that um, and then of course you know you got to pick and choose wisely folks and learn from your mistakes and know what you're doing and uh, live the best version of yourself for yourself you know by yourself um, do it for you you know be the best version you can I always say own up, fess up, you know, <clears throat> make peace, make peace with yourself, get closure where you need, 
um, confront those that hurt you. If people aren't willing to do that, then you have a narcissistic psychopath SOB on your hands. <laughs> okay, I hate that. Those are people who are going to give you closer. I'm telling you, I know I'm bringing up narcissistic. So I dealt with the cult. I dealt with the cult. I can't help it. This is by experience. It's not a joke. Um, somebody's not willing to give you closure and talk to you like an adult. First of all, they're not adult. They're still a child. Mentality is still a maturity. Or they're so in their head, ego, um, snotty, whatever you want to think, whatever you want to call it, you know, whatever, boxed in their head or whatever. If um, a true human being, if you sit down and say, listen, this has bothered me, you did this in the past, whatever, and then you allow them to talk about things that, you know, are ownership because you got it, it's two-way street. Street. Strike. Good Lord, Luke. See? I need myself Luke Combe concert again. I can't, you know, it's a two-way straight. It's two-way straight. If it's real deep South Kentucky, it's a two-way. Now yonder on that straight. And then if you're like the newer country, you know what I mean? Two-way straight. <laughs> oh, I just forgot my train of thought where I was going. Oh, yeah. But if somebody wasn't wanting to give you closure, whatever, you're dealing with a narc. You're dealing with an SOB narc. A run of beta void. I don't want to talk about oh, yeah, it. I don't want to talk about it. That was the past. I'm not gonna, I told you I'm not talking about anything negative anymore. Click. Well, this is not what I was talking about. I, what I was bringing up is this hurt me, and it's really affected how my life is. And, uh, and, uh, and you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, and uh, do you see what I mean? Hello? Hello? And then you hear the person in the distance. Hold on. They'll be open for a trader. You'll hear it in the distance. And you know they put the phone down. That is a true narc right there. That is a narc at the highest level anarchy narc ever. If somebody puts a phone down and you're talking to them, oh, hell no. That is what has told a level of disrespect that is just to the ground of disrespect. Nobody should be putting no phone down when you've done the dirty and wrong to somebody and you claim you're an adult. Well, then if you're an adult and you do that, your age doesn't mean diddly jack. I don't care how old you are. You're still maturity level of a five-year-old. If you put a phone down or you evade, avoid, and run, and you can't own up, fess up, and hit your, you know, dirty deeds and your wrongdoings face-to-face, head-on, you're going to carry that emotional garbage baggage for the rest of your life. And even narcs, even narcs, have a conscious somewhere, somewhere. I mean, they're going to keep covering up with whatever they have to do. Either they're changing the mask or they're going to just project, project, and me, 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 I, 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 bye, 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 do, 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 do. You know, lifestyles, rich and famous, whatever the hell, you know, whatever they got to do. They'll evade, avoid, run, okay? A true normal person, you're confronted with something you've done that's hurtful, is you apologize. Um, if you're not um, so much in your head, and most people evade, avoid, too, I was told, evade, avoid, which is interesting, and I never really thought about this perspective of it. Um, and that's what good therapy is. They'll teach you in a different way to look at things differently, you know, in a different, you know, through your eyes differently and a different set of eyes, basically, of what you're going through. But people that don't want to apologize to and impasse are guilty of this is because they're too ashamed and embarrassed and they don't want to relive of the hell they put people through or they put somebody through. They don't want to relive that, but they'll cover up their dirty tracks. They'll do it legally. They'll do it financially. They'll do it through flying monkeys, which are people that they try to um, either pay or they'll do something or make a feel good and gift them or whatever the hell. 
to get them on their side, come to the dark side, not talk about Star Wars, but come to the dark side, you know? Narcs would be great characters in a Star Wars movie, wouldn't they? Because they have so many masks, they could just change it up, you know? Every scene, they're... Hell, they don't need any costumes. They already got a mask on, different mask. <laughs> but literally, they are so fearful of having to face what they've done to somebody, especially when they are psychopaths and they literally try to destroy somebody. I was in the hands of a cult trying to damn destroy me. Sorry, I'm passionate about it. Try to destroy me. I'm not even going to get there what they've done. That's going to happen because I'm allowed to share my truth. And is this factual and I got proof? Hell yes, I'm freeing myself on that. Because there's some dirty ass stuff, minus one person, that I know, and I know you're listening, and I'm telling you right now, you are not an empath at all. You never were. You know why? Coming from a psychologist and a trauma therapist and a psychiatrist's point of view, is this individual is not a narcissistic person because their track record is somebody that literally not says but their actions show is they always were one to help people out they were always there to make people into a better version um, if they had a loved one a fiance a husband a wife or I'm sorry a wife a fiance a girlfriend whatever you would see and can see a pattern of them making the person to a better person, wanting to see the person happy, doing whatever they can to make them happy. But in the process is they probably, as an empath, because that's what they are, they're not a narc, they just got manipulated, okay? But as an empath, they lost themselves. It's probably what this person's going through is they lost themselves, and now they're also in that process as you are the same of freeing yourself. I'm sure the person listens to your podcast. I know you do, and that's good. Because we never gave ourselves a chance to really get to know ourselves. But we're connecting now as a different um, stage in our adulthood. And we're going through similar things. And uh, I know you're not an empath. So I, one billion percent, you are not, I'm sorry, you're not an empath. You are not a narcissistic person. You're not a narc. You are a true empath. You are not a narc. Don't have anybody try to pull some shenanigans to tell you you're a narc. You don't need to prove it to anybody because you're not a narc. Because your actions have shown that you're not a narc. Okay? A narc wouldn't have done as much things as you have for people and strangers and just at a kindness of your heart. Okay? You're not a narc. But you are damn straight and manipulated by a narc. One of anarchy narcs. Okay? Don't let a narc make you think that you're a narc because you're not. You're an empath. Um, your actions and everybody knows your actions show you're a true empath because you've got a genuine heart, okay? That's how you know. Um, narcs don't act like that, okay? Um, they don't act like that. They're very selfish people. Um, they don't act like empaths. Empaths always think of other people. They get a $20 bill, they'll take 10 and they'll give it. And sometimes, um, I'm sorry, empaths take a $20 bill, they'll give 10 And sometimes they'll give more than 10 and sometimes um, empaths will give it all. They put people before themselves. And in my situation, and a true empath that you are, and I am, okay, we both know you get burned. You can get burned. Um, when you get involved with the narc, you can get burned in the, the day. And um, you're the one that suffers. But I hope I can inspire you and other people um, through sharing my experience with mental health therapy, trauma therapy. Um, as you can get past that, still maintain being a good soul, good person, and as an empath that you are, 
but learning sometimes that you have to observe first like I'm learning you have to observe somebody you have to observe around you first instead of sometimes feeling because if we feel as empaths we want to give 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 um, I raise my oh if I could have like a million hands I would I've been like that my whole life but I got burned in relationships with that I got burned I got burned really got burned um, me and Eric had to come to agreement legal agreement on quite a few things yesterday and today so um, we're coming to agreements on things um, and um, for privacy reasons there's some parts of what I'm going through in journey I just they're not um, for public so you know and that happens you know when relations and things are ending as sometimes you have to keep parts private um, but please never be afraid to share your journey and what you've gone through um, just make sure the other person is aware you're sharing it then what you're saying is fact you know um, Eric doesn't deny anything he's done at all um, but he also knows that I um, put up with it for way too long and um, you know I'm now focusing on myself and new chapter of life and we have to put things wayside of what happened and logically and legally work on um, agreeing to things which uh, I thought I would have to um, some aspects I thought I'd be hitting a brick wall with him but um, there's some things he understands that have to be legally uh, based off of actions not what he's saying but actions that he's done and it, um, it protects um, in many legal um, ways it protects you know it's for protection and for you know for good reasons so we agreed on some things so it's um, thank God you know last couple of days is agreeing on a lot of stuff and uh, like I said, sleep schedule and that, I have no problem flipping around. So least interaction, the better. And that is honestly working. Um, and plus with me, with the podcast and um, as an entrepreneur, I really, the shift that I'm on, I actually like it better because it's more peaceful. I'm able to get a lot more stuff done. Um, so it works for me. I don't know. After all said and done, I'm always switching back. I don't know. I a kind of person I can change my sleep schedule where I need to adapt and uh, overcome but right now it's just it works so um, no disagreements and things like that it just works you know but I'm not gonna not share what I went through and uh, he knows that and uh, he knows and he's been front and center of being shut down um, and threatened in some really nasty ways um, really nasty stuff um, and he knows that people have a right to share what they've gone through and uh, you have a right to free yourself and share your story your journey your truth and there wouldn't be like I said there wouldn't be diaries and historic books out there you know and for generations to learn in school as well if people were not sharing what they went through in life you know so shut down the naysayers to say you can't speak and you shouldn't say this you shouldn't say that uh, that's the case you need to go visit a local library and uh, go in the biography section. I don't need to say any more because you'll see what I mean. You know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> I just say, oh, sorry. Old school, did my age. You know what I mean, Vern? Remember he had his own movie? Can't think of the name of it. You know what I mean, Vern? I used to like that guy. 
I cannot connect. I cannot wait to connect with Mr. Raw. What? He's my, oh. It was on my top list this year. I gotta get Roma. I gotta get Mr. Ron White. I gotta get Tom Cruise too. I love Tom Cruise. I really do. To me, he's an ace in a top gun. You know what I'm saying? Like in the of actors. I mean, he just flies past all the rest. And uh yeah. Probably when he travels, he has a smooth landing. <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna stop. I'm going to start be here. CB, CB, I'm going to start saying here about my horses drinking, what is that, margarita or daiquiris or something, or drinking wine, or my horse drinks, my horse forgot to drink beer, or what is that, horse, my horse drinks, or feed my horse beer. <laughs> I got to look for, I was going to say this because I'm going to end it here because I might have to go into the podcast on this one. Um, when you go through therapy, I was told that a lot of things in life with trauma is your brain will preserve and protect itself. And sometimes you cannot resurface a lot of memory um, and good and bad times of your memory. Um, I have a lot of my childhood and teenage years I don't remember a lot of. Um, I have little memory of. And now with going through trauma therapy, psychotherapy, and I'm able to resurface. And you know, it's like freeing your mind and your brain and separating all this you know of your brain protecting yourself which is for a reason when you go through traumatic events throughout your life your brain will protect itself it's your way of body your body protecting itself but i'm releasing a lot of these good memories too and i had a really good memory because um i thought i'm gonna okay you know last night i'm like okay medicine sometimes would give me insomnia and um with chemicals and hormones we're trying to balance me out with immunology and um, with oncology and that um, lacks some chemicals I know my body's not making and then I get too much of hormones with ovarian tumors and stuff where oncology treatments didn't work so everything's growing back. But yada, 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 I joined the bandwagon, I know, and I have Hulu, am I saying that right? I started streaming, I started watching, I don't like streaming, just to start watching, okay? Tommy and Pam. Or Pammy and Tom. I don't know which one it is. Oh my gosh. I almost got through the whole Dagon series. Um, and then I started thinking, wait a minute. I'm starting to now remember things. Now, my memory is definitely... I've been remembering a lot of stuff. And uh, the good stuff is also surfacing. Of wow, what kind of... I've led a heck of a life. Um... Erica overheard a conversation. I was talking to a friend today and um, he was working. He stopped by a property and um, he was like, yeah, I, you know, I, just, I overheard you, but, you know, I'm not being rude or anything. I overheard you. You know, you need to make a book about your life. I was listening to you. I don't, you never told I mean, I remember you telling me some, but you couldn't remember all that. You need to make a book about your life. Oh, there's no way. I don't even have half, not even touch the stuff. You like you need to make a book about your life. No, I just need to podcast it. I ain't making no money in a book. I just need to podcast this. I started having like that aha moment about Tommy. Tommy Lee. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Called a friend of mine I reconnected with. And they've known me for many years. They knew me around this time. Um, they didn't know... They knew about um, 
they knew about that day and, and things. And um, it's going to be a whole other podcast. But um, I watched. Almost done with that uh, on Hulu, Tommy and Pam. Wow. You want to talk about your jaw being on the floor. I'm not talking about the sex tapes and things like that. But just really sharing the true story about two people that were really, really, really what people didn't see passionately in love. I did not know. I don't remember Pam having a miscarriage before she had her two sons. I don't want to get into too much of everything. But it really, really gets into... Um, how it happened with the sex tape and the gentleman that was a contractor working for them and um, some things disturbed upbringing that he experienced. It really was a sad story and really of everyone involved. Nobody really won out of that. It was a very sad story. Um, take all the limelight junk. And I always say you look at people without the title because we're all just human beings. We're just people maneuvering through this crazy place we call life. But you strip the titles and you just, I felt for all of the parties involved, Pam. Tommy and this gentleman's contractor, but everybody involved. And you had another contractor, they were friends, and said, I'm not going to get into it, but... And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, wow. Wow, that's right. Oh, my gosh, I remember that. And then I... And then I'm thinking, I had got to find my computer back in Ohio. I had a computer, and I... Um, I always got things repaired. I just don't like excess and constantly changing things out, especially when it comes to computers and phones and that. Less is more to me. I don't need to go buying the latest and greatest stuff. I just like keeping, you know, maybe I'm old school at heart. I like keeping what I know, you know, and I have to constantly change things up. But I have an old hard drive, and I'm going to find it this evening. And I have to, I told Eric, who stops by, I have to have him find this hard drive because I know I have it. My computer crashed. So they're able to um, back up a lot of data and put it on a separate hard drive drive, excuse me, and take it off the computer that was crashing. Thank God it didn't crash all the way. I have pictures. Speaking of foot modeling, um, when I was younger, I did modeling for an agency in Ohio. And uh, that's the truth. I did promotional modeling and things like that for companies. Um, I also did some little bit of print work online for catalogs and that. And um, I have a picture that was on MySpace, and this is how my memory literally freed everything up last night. I always remember everything sitting on the phone today, and I was just like, I just need to talk to somebody about this because I needed a good laugh, but also that moment, like, wow, you know? I've lived a pretty damn good life, a really interesting life, and um, even through the craziness and just uh, just a rare type of life, just... Um, I had a lot of excitement, a lot of things that normal people that I realized did not go through. And am I ashamed of my life? Hell no, I'm not. I'm not ashamed of my life at all. My life and everything I've gone through is maybe it's the person I am as a genuine, unique person. And I've been through my ups and downs and my highs and lows. And uh, that's what makes us unique. You know, I don't regret anything. <clears throat> and I'm 50 years old now. I don't regret anything. I was a, I was a partier. I mean, I had a group of friends, female friends in high school. Um, I wasn't clicky. I was friends with everybody. I always rooted for the underdog. And then when I graduated, um, it was like a group of friends from different, you know, we were literally like big M&Ms, Catholic school, um, uppity up area. I'm sorry, I'm going to say uppity up because there's a part of Ohio uppity up. You know, you're talking about, you know, who you are uppity up. Um, then you had over in this area, and then you had this person that graduated too from all girls Catholic school. So it's like we all meshed, you know. I was the leader of the of the pack. I was the wild child. And I've always been the wild child. I'm not going to ever deny that. But um, the outgoing personality I always have, and I always will, 
led me into meeting some really unique people and being in unique situations to where um, I wouldn't have the memories that I would. And a lot of them, I just smile and I think, you know, wow, that's a hell of a life. Um, when you have a friend here say, that is a hell of a story. You need to podcast that. And Eric's saying, you need to write a book. There's part of my life where I crossed Tommy Lee and I crossed him on MySpace. And this tells you when it was. Um, it was in my mid-30s um, because I have a coat, which is a faux for a coat that I actually had pictures done and was used on a modeling website. I looked for that website and I believe that agency is closed, connected with the talent agency that I was under in Ohio. I could not find it, but I know I have that picture that Tommy Lee commented on on my MySpace. And I didn't think it was Tommy Lee. Um, and I realized, this is interesting, and I don't want to get into too much, and he was married to Pam at that time, too. This is going to make sense, because I'm going to go to a different podcast with this. This is God's truth. Last breath has happened. i got to find the hard drive, because the hard drive is going to bring that picture, because I believe I have the picture on the hard drive. I'm trying to upload an old phone right now, plug it in, because I got this picture. Um, he contacted me on MySpace, when MySpace used to be. I looked at MySpace, too, last night. It, it still exists, but it's not like... All of our old profiles are gone. Anybody ever look at MySpace? I could not find mine. Um, I even looked for Eric's. And uh, he said he couldn't find his either. So I think they just kind of null, void, deleted everybody's MySpace. Um, it's been a while, long while ago. You know what I mean? I'm 50. I'm thinking mid-30s. But um, Tommy Lee contacted me on MySpace. And um, we're going to say what I'm about to share is history. But it was a very, very, um, it was a heck of a time, you know. Um, and then watching Pam and Tommy, Tommy and Pam on Hulu, the series about what happened with the sex tape and all that. But really they got into depth about their life and how they met and the passion of love. I'm so glad I made the decision, and I'm not going to say what happened or whatever, um, but I'm so glad I made the decision that I did based off of one thing was my gut instinct. Um, I was in a relation at that time where um, the person went outside of our relationship and they got caught cheating um, with two coworkers they literally were messing with. Um, two coworkers, not one, two. Um, that was it for me. Um, I checked out of the relationship mentally was checked out and um, back then I just started opening myself to dating and finding somebody that would love me unconditionally I've realized now that I'm a person that loves love and I love hard and I love too hard and I love passionately and I will allow a lot of bad behavior because I love love and a lot of that stems from not getting love that I needed um, throughout life I'll leave it there but uh that's part of it I still feel strongly about wanting and needing to be loved and loving love and loving hard and loving passionately and in the process is accepting love um, sometimes not good love I'll leave it there but um across Tommy Lee crossed me on my space and uh, he made a comment on the picture and um, this is the God's truth. He contacted me on MySpace. I really thought it was a joke. It's always playing with me. This is when he was DJing clubs. Um, 
the hiatus with uh, Motley Crue. I don't know what happened. Did they have a break then? I'm trying to remember this bits and bits, but last night a lot of it surfaced about it. And I thought, man, you know, I went through this, but it literally, my brain blacked it out through a lot of trauma. So I've, a lot of things we're not remembering, but now I am with trauma therapy. Um, this is why I enjoy the therapy I'm going through because it releases everything in your memory. And sometimes it's really exciting, great things that you would never have remembered before if I didn't get professional help to release that and allow the memories and things, whether it's good or bad, to flow and release. But, um, man, after watching Almost Done with that whole series, all I could think of last night, because um, this is going to be another podcast, is I'm so glad I made the decision that I did. And I went by my gut. And um, if it wasn't for the person I was on the phone when this was transpiring, would people believe what I literally was going through? Probably not. But the person on the other line, they knew exactly what was going on and uh, couldn't tell me advice, but uh, knew my gut was kicking. You got to watch Tommy and Pam on Hulu, but I'm going to go on another podcast with that. Um, interesting. It was an interesting time in my life. Um, Honestly, a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And, um, wow, you know, I'm just going to... Sh- I'm going to do another podcast. I really just want to say it all, but it's not going to mix with this podcast. It's, it's just going in one direction or another. But uh, all I can say is, you know, I'm going to plug Hulu, Tommy and Pam, the story. you got to... If you got to... Talk about binge-worthy, worthy, you've got to watch this. Please do not have any young children in the room with you, okay? Please do not do that, because there is a lot of sexual parts to it, um to the series about their life and uh but if you get past that and you know yada 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 but really look at and listen and watch um these two people and how they met and um their passion true love for each other and that is um just shows you that the media and the limelight and that portrays whatever they want of people isn't that the truth that people will create you into whatever they want and sometimes like I have had this happen to me for 10 years, will create false image and false judgment about you and try to destroy you. There's people out there like that. Um, this is a great story about two people where it happened to them as well. Um, and the end of the day and the end of what you experience, you can't change what people have done to you. But when you're a good person, good soul, you rise above it. You get the help and you get where you need to be to move past it. Because when people do that stuff, they're way beneath you in the dirt, okay? They were not successful, okay? And completely destroying you. Because you're able to get up, dust your feet off, dry yourself off, and move forward, okay? With people who do stuff like that are not good people, not good souls. And to me, they're part of the ground, they're part of the dirt. You're better than that. And you experience people like that and do stuff like that, rise above it. 